Hi, this is Anika, and you are listening to the Endeavor series. Today, we are talking to the founder and CEO of Architect. Architect creates digital tools to help working parents accomplish their professional and family goals without the harsh trade-offs. How are you today, Yasmin? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am a Harlem-raised, Upper East Side school attending, now Rochester, New York transplant. Um, I'm married to my college sweetheart, Jamel. We have three adorable and rambunctious kids, uh, all girls, um, who are almost six, almost four, and one and a half. Wow. And um, we live an amazing but harried life like so many other millions of, of working parents in this country. <laughs> cool. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got to Rochester itself? Like what, what brought you here? Yeah, so um, I'll take a, a step back because it's really, a, I got to Rochester by being uh, closer to Rochester than New York City, um, ultimately when I went to college. So growing up, um, and I continue to be, but growing up I was an amateur astronomer my grandfather got me hooked on stargazing and Alfred University, which is my undergraduate alma mater, had at the time, and they still do, one of the best astronomy programs and observatories in the country. And so um, entering my freshman year of college, I was a declared physics major with a concentration in astronomy. And so that's how I got up to Alfred. And um, it turned out that as much as I, I love astronomy and the sciences still, um, I couldn't fight the social science and foreign affairs bug beyond uh, junior year, and so I, I switched to political science as my major. My um, grandfather was a foreign service officer, that's the connection there. But by that time, I had already been in a relationship with my college sweetheart, Mel, um, for a couple of years, and when it was time to graduate, as so many uh, graduating seniors do, they do the calculus as to how much it's going to cost wherever they live and whether they're going to get a job in time to really meet expenses, whether they're going to have to move back in with their parents, whatever. And I knew that as much as I love New York City, um, I did not want to be broke as a joke. <laughs> Moving back there, certainly not in a entry-level political job, you know, mm -hmm. either at a law firm or, um, you know, working with constituents at, uh, you know, an assemblyman's office or something like that. And so my mom and I talked about it for a while because she was ready for a move too. And really it was her idea to, you know, move. And if we were going to move anywhere, we were going to move to some place where we had a solid connection. And that was Rochester because Mel grew up in Webster, which is a suburb of Rochester, mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Um, we've been up here uh, just about 12 years now, ever since I graduated Alfred in, in 2007. Wow. Okay. So how did you go from political sciences to becoming an entrepreneur? So uh, certainly not in a linear fashion. Um, I, I took... Uh, the road that, you know, again, a lot of people take coming out of college, and I worked for a couple of years, and then I attended uh, and completed graduate school, and I got my master's in international studies, which is really mm -hmm. just the old school 
uh, name for international affairs. And I was really, really exceptionally lucky to have landed a government contract analyst position about a month before graduating with my master's from Fisher. And so um, that was, you know, for all intents and purposes, a really cushy job to use that term. Um, it paid very well, the exposure was great. I um, was working as a subcontractor um, for General Motors at their fuel cell R&D facility in Honeyway Falls. Um, and so I was there for a little under 13 months. Um, again, great experience. It was able to help us afford a really nice wedding. So we got married that year. And then with a lot of uh, federal government um, freezing of funds mm -hmm. for government projects, um, especially into renewable energy, my job was cut, I got laid off. And so I had to figure out very quickly and by very quickly, you know, I could see the writing on the wall about a couple of months before um, I was laid off um, just because things were taking longer to, to go through certain processes. And so I had to figure out what I was going to do. Um, and I say that to say my husband, who's a police officer, had already gotten into the Rochester Police Academy. And so at that point we were vested and I couldn't up and you know go to DC or to New York or elsewhere for a foreign policy career. And so I uh, you know got online, did some searching, and I found a, a platform for freelancers called Elance. It no longer exists, they merged, and so now it's um, known as Upwork. But um, I was able to start a really successful um, freelancing business doing um, research and analysis, primarily dealing with foreign policy, international affairs matters, um, a lot of psychosocial phenomena. Mm -hmm. And um, it, I guess that, that was my entry into the world of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, so really by, by happenstance than by design, but um, it worked out for the best. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about Architect itself and how mm -hmm. you came up with the idea? So yeah, um, so once I started my freelancing business, everything was going well until it wasn't. Um, I had had my first child, Emma, will be six in June, um, while I was a freelancer and while I was pretty new to it. Mm -hmm. And though I had had some issues adjusting workload, you know, once she was born, it wasn't, at least in my opinion, comparatively speaking, so severe because with newborns, unless they have colic or something else going on, they sleep a hell of a lot. Mm. And so I was fortunate in that way. And I, you know, I kept on working, I kept on working, it was fine. It wasn't until a couple of years later when we had our second child, Lilia, where I struggled mightily with um, very severe postpartum depression and anxiety mm -hmm. that the, the entrepreneurial track that I, that I had taken at that point of being a freelancer was no longer feasible and it was no longer in my best mm -hmm. uh, health interests. Um, you know, being home all day with a lot of, you know, um, visual stimulation, auditory stimulation from kids running around screaming and, and our second child had colic very badly. Um, it was too much and so I was compelled to look for a job outside of the home, mm -hmm. which is where um, I, I linked up with a, a, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, 
um, at RIT Center for Urban Entrepreneurship. And so from there, I started working and um, it took a bit of time, but I remember being on vacation in August of 2016, I think. This was a few months after I started the RIT job. And I had learned about um, a a postpartum depression related suicide Mm -hmm. of somebody in, in, you know, my network, but, you know, six degrees of separation, so to speak. And I just remember thinking back on my own experiences and how, you know, you you always have those, something must be done, but what can be done? And so I, you know, had a couple of initial ideas which didn't pan out. And then it occurred to me that, um, you know, nifty gadgets can work for some things, but the issue at hand was really not so much a matter of postpartum depression um, or anxiety. It was a matter of finding a better way of providing the information that matters for people before mm-hmm. they have children, whether that's biologically through pregnancy, um, you know, that they carry through surrogacy, through adoption, you know, another circumstance, equipping, and, and I would dare use the word arming people, men and women, with the information so that they can continue on with their professional aspirations in a way that, you know, uh, aligns with their family aspirations and needs. Um, I knew from a very young age that I was a hellraiser and I was, I was a go-getter and um, I knew that I always wanted to push myself intellectually and professionally. And so I was, I was shocked, I was infuriated when it, it quite literally felt like motherhood was holding me back. Um, which is a in, a, in a certain way, it's a horrible thing to say because for me, my experience has been that motherhood and my kids, um, there's nothing like it. And um, I get equal joy from my professional goals and the ability to execute on them as I do from as I've talked to you before, <laughs> staring at staring at each of my kids um, in the morning when they wake up, there is there's nothing like the accomplishment equally on equal planes that I feel when I've done a a good job in my work. But then there's also nothing to compare the looks on my children's faces when they're happy or when they've discovered something for the first time. Um, And for me, architect has always been about ensuring that 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 pure joy that exists in in both both realms um, can continue, can can increase rather than decrease or just evaporate because, Mm -hmm. you know, of circumstance. It seems that you've truly like been able to integrate both your professional and personal aspirations. Welcome back to the Endeavor series, and we still have Yasmin here, and she'll be talking a little bit more about Architect itself. So, Architect um, is preparing to launch officially, and we'll be putting out the first of three apps um, to help working parents a- accomplish their professional and family goals without the harsh trade-offs. So. 
What that looks like is the first app is a, a platform where working parents and other caretakers can find professional development opportunities that are worthwhile opportunities for them on account of their professional needs and desires, but that also makes sense for their families in terms of childcare. If you were to ask a good number of women across many industries, especially in professional services, how easy it is to find childcare to be able to attend critically important professional development opportunities like conferences, they'd say there's nothing easy about it at all. If you were to do just a, you know, a cursory search of information out there, there are a ton of websites where you can find childcare uh, providers. There are a ton of websites where you can find information about conferences. So conference alerts is one that's been around a while, but there are literally none that combines the information to provide recommendations on professional development opportunities along with the information on childcare providers. So that is what we are leading with. It is a, a problem um, specific to the, the high voluntary turnover rate among women uh, shortly after they become mothers because you know rather than it being you know lack of adequate pay, even uh, people who complain about their direct managers um, who leave for that reason, more often than not, people feel crowded out of the workspace because they feel like they have no purpose there. They feel like the, you know, the time blessed to them in their life to do good work is not meeting you know, the potential that they have because they quite literally can't figure out how to advance in their jobs given, given their family needs once they have kids. And so Atlas, which is the name of the platform, is helping with that issue um, where we quite literally provide strong recommendations for conferences, seminars that are relevant to individuals based on their career path, um, their current job needs, and their, their childcare needs and logistics. So that's the first. We have a, a couple that will be coming um, shortly after. One is a professional networking platform that will start off being opened up to working mothers so they can speak about the issues that are relevant to professional advancement in alignment with their parenting needs, but um, that isn't revolved around their parenting needs as there are often um, a plethora of working parent solutions that are focused on one's parenting journey, but virtually none that are focused on the professional advancement journey. And then finally, we have an app um, that we'll be putting out which is very much so a, a pregnancy tracking app, but the information that's provided, unlike um, those that are currently in the space, is information that helps women navigate the workplace on a, on a daily basis, which is where most women spend most of their days and most of the time during the day. So understanding not only what's happening to your body as uh, a bystander or just as an academic exercise, but using that information to better navigate what you need to do, what's on your schedule. If you're a litigator and your bread and butter is depositions or being in trial, and you know you would like to know if you can anticipate having to relieve yourself in, in the restroom you know, uh, a number of times um, because of morning sickness, things like that. Things that um, are by no means uh, trivial that are common but oftentimes are, are so common that people don't appreciate how how impactful they can be to um, 
professional uh, progression on a, a daily basis as women are transitioning into motherhood in, in the workplace context. So that's what we have coming out. And, um, you know, we are, we're excited to help not only mothers, but also fathers. So like I said, Atlas can be used by, by anybody really who's a caretaker. Um, surely we believe the, the primary users will be mothers and fathers. Um, but other caretakers and guardians as well. So we are excited to get that out um, because there are so many there are so many parents who have such immense talent to share with the world and they should have every every support that they need to continue sharing that talent with the world in the workplace if that is what they want to do. For those who would rather be at home and leave the workplace, more power to them. And I, I mean that sincerely. Anybody who has figured out in one way or the other what they want to do with their lives should be commended because it's not an easy decision. Um, and certainly you don't, you don't give up all of the years of schooling and education that you've acquired if you choose to stay home. I would argue that you use that information to, to deeply educate your kids and it has um, you know, positive effects for everybody. But for those who want to stay in the workplace, we are here to support them um, so they can meet their professional goals and their family goals so they can feel that joy in, in both aspects of their lives. Welcome back. Um, to wrap up the episode, Yasmin, could you... Here, here's a tough question for you. Okay. If you had to say, let's say a couple things to either an expecting mother, um, a mother that just had a newborn baby, and that is struggling to integrate their professional and personal lives, what would you say? So I'd say a couple of things. I'd say um, easier said than done, I know, but um, try to breathe, try to relax. Um, you, you have nowhere to go but forward. Um, time has a funny way of just pushing you along, so try not to to ruminate too much on what could go wrong um certainly speak to as many people as possible so many of us know that unsolicited advice can be very stressful but when you feel comfortable and i would say even when you don't feel comfortable that's often the best time to really really question things and piece together the best information for you and your family situation by speaking to people who um, have been champions of you and who have gone through what you are going through or are currently um, going through. So um, to tie it all back to, to Architect, um, you know, we are, we are certainly creating technology to address the issue, but we are not about technology. We are about activating the village, so to speak. And the village um, includes your peers, it includes parents, grandparents, cousins, everybody who has lived um, the struggles, the challenges, the triumphs of, of navigating their professional aspirations with those that they have to build families and um, you know, even though our initial focus is on people with children, we certainly are not blind to the fact that there are people who choose not to have children, and they certainly have families. And that's equally important to how you show up for them, how you show up for yourself, um, and how you 
essentially get to, as, as the Greek philosophers would, would call it, the good life, right? A life well lived. Um, so again, yeah, speak to as many people. Um, take information in stride. Write down things that seem relevant, that seem important, even if it may seem a bit, a bit out of left field. I've often found that just writing down bits and pieces of information and then setting it aside and coming back to it um, is often really powerful. And, um, you know, always remember that tomorrow's a new day. And there's so much potential for your life, um, professionally and personally. Thank you so much, Yasmin, for providing your insights. Um, and we are really excited for Architect to launch in May. Yay! We're excited too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.